0: And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. How's everybody doing today? We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Sci-Fi for Me. My pronouns are yes, sir, right away, sir, whatever you say, sir. (laughs) I identify as Mr. Boss around here, and I'm glad that all of you are here with us, and it has been kind of a crazy week, but we're not going to get into to that part of it because we've spent the last couple of days talking about all of the crazy stuff that's been going on on Twitter with the, with the Gygax interview. So we're not going to do that today, but it does occur to me that we have quite a few new viewers, new listeners as a result of all of that. And we're glad you're here. We're glad you found us, however you found us so i thought we'd do something a little bit different today and um if you are inclined to listen to these shows as podcasts rather than on any of our video platforms uh, just to let you know that there are a number of platforms available where our show can be found this show and the h2o podcast both are on a number of podcast platforms, so you are welcome to find us over there as well. And, of course, uh, the live chat and the comments are always open and we always look at every one of them. We read every piece of feedback that we get. You can send us an email, live from the bunker at sci fi dot com, And what I thought I'd do today uh, since since we have new people is go over a little bit about who we are what we do, why we do things so I want to beg the indulgence of those who have been here for a while who are familiar with us because there are you know we've we've had such a burst of activity here over the last week with regard to new subscribers and uh, people watching, uh, some of our videos, uh, my, my conversation with Neon from Clownfish TV yesterday is blowing up a little bit. Uh, the Gygax video is over 12,000 views, which, really, comparatively speaking, is unheard of with all of the other stuff that we've done. I, we're, we're used to our videos having double digit views 40, 45, 30, 20, you know, those kind of numbers. And to see some of these videos blow up like this is is it's heartening. It's also a little a little unnerving because I'm like, well, okay, this this is going to be this is going to be a good thing, right? Yes. Hello, Cam in the chat, Cam one one three eight. Welcome. Good to see you here. Uh, so what I, what I wanted to do, and, and this might be a little, I don't want to say it'll be a little pedantic, but this might be a little bit not as interesting for some of you. And I, and, and if, if that's the case and you decide you don't want to watch this show, this, this particular installment, I, I totally understand. But what I thought I'd do today is, is bring all of the new people up to speed. But there's going to be some stuff here for for you existing uh, audience members as well. Those of you who have been friends of the channel for a while. I've got some stuff that I want to run past you as well. So stick with me. I'll try to make it worth your while like we always do. We make that effort to to deliver something of value here. So what I wanted to do is I, I keep saying what I want to do. I'm just going to do what I want to do. All right, so, so let's do this. Um, just a brief introduction to sci-fi for me. For those of you who are brand new, first of all, welcome. But the other part of it is, who are we? Where did we come from? Who are these guys that, that are in this YouTube space that are suddenly on, on my radar because whatever? So I want to direct you, and some of you who are following us on the YouTube channel may not be aware, we do have a .com uh, that is material that we post in tandem to the things that we do here on our video channel. The .com, sci fi for .com that's with a number four. That is where you'll find uh, mainly right now book and movie reviews. We do sort of uh, occasionally do some news articles over there as well. And all of our video is embedded over there. Plus, you can sign up for our newsletter there. You can see our show schedule there up top. And the dot-com is how we got started. This is, this is where the thing what began all the way back in 2009. And given our, our the size of our following, you would not think that we'd been around that long. We have been around since 2009. It's an all-volunteer staff, and it rotates as various different people as they're able with their – uh, work schedules and family lives, and all these other things that uh, that they have commitments on, uh, you know, as they have availability and interest. We have various different participants and people who are uh, contributors to the site. And it began when the Sci-Fi Channel changed their brand to Sci-Fi and spelled the spelled the weird spelling. And everybody got up in arms in February of 2009 saying, why can't we just have a place where we get our science fiction? No wrestling, no cooking shows, no reality shows, the Ghost Hunters, and all that other stuff. And I had the thought at the time, well, why why couldn't it be something online? It doesn't have to be a cable channel. So the original idea was to build a sci-fi for me, and, and that comes out of, You know, I just want a science fiction channel. So this is sci-fi for me, and the me in that equation is all of you. And the original idea was to build a multimedia site that would do video, that would do original programming. Eventually, we'd get into doing movies and TV shows, and we'd have the news articles, the magazine, and all of this. And it didn't quite work out that way. It was me. It was a blog is how I got started because, you know, Ambition sometimes outstrips resources and when you don't have money to build something like that it kind of sits in abeyance until either practical uh, practical sensibilities kick in or you know rich uncle otto comes back from walkabout we used to make a, a joke about rich uncle otto a long a uh, long while and he's been so far gone on Walkabout, I don't think he's ever coming back. But it started in, you know, just me and signing up for various different media lists. And I'd started getting review copies of things, you know, Blu-rays and animated shows that weren't out yet. We'd get advanced copies of books. And, and eventually we found the we, – we built the YouTube channel. We started that in, in 2012 and things have grown in fits and starts over the years and in 2018 we took a break and then we came back in 2019 went whole hog on the YouTube channel and currently we have 7 programs in production here at Sci-Fi for Me now my approach to this as a as a video channel is a little bit different than what you would find in in the in in the usual suspects among the YouTubers, let's say, because we follow a regular schedule, and my thinking on this has always been that if you're going to do a video channel, then it's a TV channel. And my background is in television and radio, newspaper, motion pictures. I've been doing media for 33 years. Currently, I am a freelance media producer, so I, I get hired to go and make TV commercials and web videos and whatnot in my day job. And that experience informs my approach to how we do things here. And I look at this as a TV channel. The, the Sci-Fi for Me TV is a TV channel, very much like... Fox TV or the CW or UPN. Well, UPN's not here anymore. The the CW, uh, any of those, and the and and I had the idea of a video something online before there were all of these streaming services that were doing it. I wish I had patented that idea. But, you know, back in the day, I mean, it was YouTube. Netflix was still doing DVDs. They were sending to you in the mail. Blockbuster Video was still around doing the same kind of thing. So my my thinking, I don't look at this as a YouTube channel because I think in a lot of people's minds and especially over in Hollywood, they like to dismiss YouTubers, quote unquote, as if we're less significant. And I think you could you could probably say that this This day and age right now, YouTube is becoming even more significant in terms of what the marketplace is saying about your product because there are a lot of people who have taken to YouTube and a lot of people who are popular on YouTube who are in the commentariat, as it were, the people who are in the commentary space talking about various different aspects of the pop culture, whether that's science fiction, fantasy, horror, or if it's K-pop, or if it's Britney Spears, or any of those things. Justin Timberlake, the latest musical trends, the latest fashion trends. I mean, YouTube has blown up and become the place where a lot of that stuff happens. And over the last couple 2 3 years Hollywood has decided that they want a piece of that action and YouTube is accommodating them which is why now we've got discussions going on about getting into other video platforms because I don't want to be dedicated as a YouTube channel I want to be a TV channel that happens to be on YouTube because otherwise if YouTube takes if YouTube takes our channel away I want to be able to be other places which is why we're on Odyssey for one, it's why we broadcast to Facebook. Um, I have had thoughts about putting the channel on Roku. I have no idea if it would, uh, if it would play or not. We certainly have enough programming uh, with all of the different years of events and interviews and programs and things that whatnot we've done. But like I said, I've got we've got seven years, uh, seven years. We've got seven programs that are currently in production. So what I thought I'd do is I'd just give you a reader's digest blip, the little TV guide description box for each one of our shows for those of you who are brand new. Now those of you who are not new, stick around because I've got something to run past you as well. But let me let me just start with just some brief overviews of what our shows are here. So everybody's up to speed all the way. Now, all of our shows are on a schedule. We're on a we're on a fixed schedule that you can find at the top of all of our social media channels. So you go to any of our social media accounts, you can see the the show schedule up top, Monday through Friday or Sunday through Sunday through Saturday, uh, all of the different shows that we do. Uh, I see RJ from Critical Blast in the chat. Yule Carter, hello. How are you? Yeah, those TV guides... I actually still have a couple of TV guides with Star Trek covers on them. But yeah, the TV guide and you go through. You remember the the cable channel? The you know you'd go to channel three and it'd have the the show schedule, the channel schedule for when cable started. And you'd have all that. I've tried to build one of those. Doesn't quite work, but I do have this one. Uh, I do have this one thing that I'm doing uh, that I that I put out every month and let me let me put this over here so y'all can see it uh, because <clears throat> excuse me, it is uh, it is something that we do over on Instagram. And I haven't put this out yet for July, but I do these little calendar cards to show you when the shows are going to air. And then, of course, we have the schedule across the top of all of our social media accounts. So I try to make it easy for us to do uh, what used to be called appointment television uh, so people know where we are when we we do our shows. And we've tried to schedule our stuff so they're not – we're not competing against some of the other channels where we share an audience. There are a lot of people that that watch our shows who are also watching Geeks and Gamers, Drunk Three PO, Doomcock Quartering, uh, you know, who, whoever, wherever, Clownfish, and so we're trying to kind of make sure because there is no there is no set schedule for everybody. So it's kind of we kind of slip in the cracks and make sure that we're broadcasting at times that maybe not necessarily are all that all that crowded. So this show live from the bunker airs Monday through Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern on the usual schedule every now and again like we did with uh, with Ernie Gygax. We'll have a different schedule, but for the most part. 1 p.m. Eastern, it is a live program. Now, the original idea for this, it started in 2014, and the original idea was for me to do a live call-in talk show, and we were on Blog Talk Radio for a while, and some of the terms of service, when I started digging into it, it, it made me think that we probably didn't want to be on Blog Talk Radio after a while, and we were pivoting to video anyway. But nobody called in, and so it eventually evolved into an interview program. Hello, Mazeris. Welcome. Good to see you. It evolved into an interview program, and that really kind of settled in on that. And, And when we brought this show back last year, I thought this would be a good place to do that sort of thing. We spend an hour. We talk to a guest about whatever it is they want to talk about, whether they're promoting a new program. Or we just you know do a career overview or whatnot, and we've had fairly good luck in getting guests who are willing to sit and talk for an hour about whatever it is that we that we're going to cover. And we've had some very good guests. We've had some very interesting guests. Uh, we've talked to Mercedes Lackey and Joe Joe Lansdale. Um, uh, Tom Sizemore has been a guest, we've talked to filmmakers, we've talked to comic book creators, uh, Peter Smitty at Alternate Comics, we've talked to, uh, um, oh shoot, I mean, we've, I, so many, so many, we've talked to them. And, and what we want to do is more of that, and I frequently will make the request of, of you... Uh, to let me know who, who you would like to see. Now, I've got an invitation out to Todd Helbing, who's the showrunner at Superman and Lois. And we get the occasional uh, PR e- email from people saying, hey, this new project's coming out. We can set up interviews with you know actors and directors and filmmakers and writers. There's a new book coming out. We'd love to have, you know, do an interview. And we've done a number of those where we've had authors come in and we've talked about their new book that's coming out. We'll be doing more of that. And we're starting to get requests for repeats. Kat Rambo will be back uh, at the beginning of fall because she's got a new book coming out. And next month in July, Josh Spiller will be back to talk about his uh, new project. So, you know, various different people who have been guests. Uh, so far as I know, everybody has enjoyed the experience and uh, are willing to come back when they talk about you know new projects and we've even got a couple of them that are in the works that I can't talk about yet because I don't want to jinx it. But the idea here is to do this show as a as an interview conversation show and when I pitch it to people, I usually describe it as a mixture of Larry King live and inside the actor studio with a genre filter on it. It's it's just a back and forth conversation. And to be honest, I I enjoy having guests on more than I do just taking the hour and ranting. Now I'm perfectly fine doing this as a talk show like you would like you would find on AM radio, where it would just be me and I spout off on a topic for an hour. But I think it's more interesting it, – it's more interesting for me and I would think it's probably more interesting for all of you when we have people on here that we can, we can talk to them and we can do the interview and we can do the back and forth. And so I would like to do more of that because it's more fun and I don't I have to be the only one talking all hour. Because it's not all just about me. Maybe it should be. I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway. All right. On Monday night, we have the H2O podcast. This is our longest-running program. Uh, it airs live Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 central. Mr. Harvey and I, Tim Harvey and I, talk about various different topics. Uh, it started because Tim and I met... Uh, as part of the Independent Filmmakers Coalition, it is a networking workshop group here in Kansas City. It's one of the longest running, one of the oldest organizations for independent filmmakers to network and make short films and learn from each other and, and meet up with each other and work together. And all of those – I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with all of those different timed film events, those little 48-hour film festivals. And you, you go out and take a weekend and you shoot a film and you screen it. Independent Filmmakers Coalition of Kansas City started all of that with a 10-hour thing. It's called the One Night Stand. And Tim and I met uh, as, as part of IFC – and after the meetings, we would all go grab a bite to eat, and we'd sit and we'd talk, and we'd sit and we'd talk about various different things. And eventually, Tim and I looked at each other and said, "You know, we need to be recording this." And so it started as a podcast, and we flipped over into video fairly, uh, fairly soon. And it's been a it's been a video proje- project for a, a number of years now. But it started back in 2012, and we've covered all sorts of topics on that show. And as some of you may know, we don't always agree on everything, but it is a good, uh, it's a good discussion. And it exemplifies, I think, uh, the entirety of the approach that we have here, where we're not going to specifically say we take X side on things, uh, because we've got a pretty good mix on the staff here in terms of ideology. And so we don't advocate any particular point of view. there's a there's a good uh, a good back and forth. And Tim and I have good discussions and conversations on on h two o. We do enjoy doing that 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 program. Um, and we're always open to suggestions for topics over there. last night uh, last night's program, we talked about radio plays. Uh, science fiction radio plays, things like The War of the Worlds and NPR's adaptation of Star Wars and uh, Lights Out and Dimension X and, and those kind of things. Uh, we've talked about John Steinbeck's Werewolf book that never got published. We've talked about um, The New 52. We've talked about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and, and uh, Watchmen and, and uh, lots of different things. Time travel. It, 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 Whatever 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 strikes us is something that would be interesting to talk about. We don't we don't plan it too far in advance. It's a lot of a lot of spontaneities. Hey, why don't we talk about this? Okay, so we, <laughs> we and we yes measures we've talked about hondo, uh, Hondo Onaka over on. Our Star Wars programs, now not as much on Salacious Crumbs, which is Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, alternating weeks. It's not every week. It's every other week. And this is our Star Wars news program uh, where we bring all of the headlines, all of the actual news... In addition to rumors and speculation, we're not sitting there going, well, we've got sources inside Lucasfilm telling us this. I wish we did – yes, Mazers, thank you for that segue. I wish we did have sources inside Lucasfilm telling us things. I really do. Uh, some, somebody over there, if, you're, if, you, if you work at Lucasfilm or Disney and you want to tell us things, I'm listening. But Salacious Crumbs is our Star Wars news program. And then on the corresponding Thursday night, we have the ranker Pit, which is the discussion program. And that's right now airing Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And this is where we can get more into the opinion side of things. Now, what we do here, this is a very important thing for me, and I stress this to everybody on the staff. News is over here, and it's separate from our opinions. We try to keep them as distinct from each other as possible. And I think that's one of the things that separates us from a lot of these other, these other organizations that kind of mix it all in together. We do news reporting, and we do opinion pieces. And never the twain shall meet as much as I'm able to make sure that they don't, they don't blend together. Because I think it's very important to make the distinction when you're reporting on the news, you report the news. This is what happened. So-and-so said this, so-and-so did this, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas opinion, whatever you think about it, well, that's your opinion, and you're welcome to share your opinion. And if people disagree with our opinion, that's fine. We're not going to block anybody. We're not going to dox anyone. We're not going to call you names. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. Opinion is not fact. Opin- opinion can be based on fact, but the news side of things is where we try to get the facts as much as we can. I mean, given we have limited resources and we're all volunteers, we don't have people on the inside giving us, you know, hey, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something. Nobody's doing that. We're not big enough. We haven't attracted that kind of attention yet. Oh, I... Not saying that we're going to, but it would be nice. And the news uh, continues over on Good Morning Multiverse. And this is actually a news broadcast where uh, we have the headlines for the week in science fiction, fantasy, and horror. In addition to that, Mindy is the one who maintains our events uh, over on sci-fi4me.com, and uh, she manages to uh, keep that list current and updated, and that includes the Google Calendar that's embedded over there. And we do what's called what we call here the school closings list. So any event, any Comic Con, currently right now on our master list, we have two thousand two hundred and eight events around the world. Comic book conventions, horror conventions, sci-fi conventions, uh, pop culture stuff, gaming conventions, all of that. 2,208. And that's a current list. That's events that are still happening. And Mindy does a bang-up job in making sure that that list stays as current as we can keep it. And every week... We're checking schedules. We're looking at emails. We're looking at social media posts. We're looking at other websites that have lists of events. And we're checking those calendars and making sure that these events are still going on. Did they go virtual? Did they get canceled for this year because of the pandemic or whatever? And we bring those updates to you on a fairly regular basis. Now, Sometimes we do it during the, during the week. But every Saturday, we have a wrap-up of everything that we know for sure that's new for that week. We call it the school closings list. So everything that's going virtual, everything that's canceled, any new, d- new dates if it gets rescheduled, all of that you can find on Saturday morning. As far as I know, nobody else does this. And nobody else, as far as I know, uh, I, I got to put that caveat in there because somebody might do it. But nobody else that I know does the weather forecast either. What we do, and this is, again, you know, within, within the event space, Mindy takes care of this, and she does very well with this. We do a weather forecast for cities that are hosting Comic-Con. So let's say you're going to be going to an event in New Orleans next weekend. And so what we do is we put together the forecast for next weekend. So you're basically you're planning your travel, you need to know what the weather is going to be doing. And it to me, it's almost a no-brainer. And I don't know why anybody nobody's done this before. But every weekend, we'll have the weather forecast for the following week. The following weekend. So if you're going to an event and it's actually going to be taking place in person, live at a location, here's the weather. You can plan accordingly. And... It's unique to us as far as I know. It's, it's, it's added value in addition to the news. Well, I figure, well, you know, it's a news program. We call it Good Morning Multiverse, and it's kind of like that other Good Morning show. Every now and again, we'll have interview segments, and we'll have all of the headlines as much as we can pack into an hour to hour and a half. Tim covers all of the horror stuff. I've got everything else. We've got all the events covered. We pack a lot into that show. And then alternating on Saturday afternoons, week to week to week to week, we have two programs. We have Foreign Bodies, which is uh, our horror discussion. Uh, Leslie Walker and Tim Harvey are uh, looking at horror stories from outside the United States. Uh, foreign horror. Right now, they're in Ireland, but they've looked at horror made in Indonesia, South Korea, Russia, and uh, I'm not sure where they're planning to go next. But the, the after this, uh, they're in they're in Ireland for one more episode. I don't know where they're going after that. Uh, but that is uh, alternating on Saturdays. And the other alternating Saturdays, we have TARDIS SAUCE, which is our Doctor Who discussion. Both of those shows run at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central. TARDIS SAUCE is a cooperative venture. Uh, It is a collaboration between Sci-Fi for Me and the guys over at Traveling the Vortex, which is a Doctor Who podcast based out of Topeka. Uh, Sean and Glenn and Keith over there, Glenn Bartlett, uh, Sean Collins, Keith Miles, uh, doing the traveling vortex, and Sean is a regular participant in our program. Glenn pops in every now and again as he's able, uh, and then Macy is here uh, talking about that as well. With uh, with Tim kind of being the referee and hosting duties there, but it's a good discussion. Uh, the last the last episode, I believe they talked about issues two and three of the Missy comic book. And eventually, at some point, they are going to talk about Doctor Who Toys and Collectibles. They keep talking about doing that. And eventually, they are threatening us with an episode wherein Mr. Harvey will detail everything that he hates about aliens in London. This is this is the this is the episode that introduced the Selene, I believe. Uh, Aliens of London. He hates that episode. Hates that episode, and that's okay. But yes, uh, eventually, at some point, he's going to talk. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about toys and collectibles of, of Doctor Who. So, yeah. So there we are. All right, so those are all of the shows that are in production currently right now. I host or co-host four of those seven. I produce all seven, which keeps me busy. And now... For all of you who have been here for a while, you might or might know about some of the other shows that we've done that are not being done now. Some of them I would like to do again and bring back. Of course, we need some people to do it. Uh, You'll notice we have a Star Wars program. We have a Doctor Who program. We used to have, well, we have had and hope to have again... Our Star Trek programming, for a while we ran into this dearth of material. There wasn't any news that was happening outside of we'd get the the occasional casting bit for Picard. There wasn't enough news to sustain a show. But we do have a Star Trek show. It's called Triple Bites. And this is the program where we do news about both Star Trek productions and the Orville. Because we all know that the Orville is a Star Trek show, right? And if we ever got any news about Galaxy Quest, we'd be talking about it on this as well. But Triple Bytes is the Star Trek news program. Right now it's on hiatus, as is the Star Trek discussion program, which we call Deep Space Minds. I try to be clever with these show titles deep space minds is a round table discussion program it's kind of one of those things where if we have guests that's better the last episode that we did and you can find it over on our on, on our channels i had a chance to sit down for an hour and talk with manny koto who produced the last uh, the last season of enterprise and we had a very good talk about what was to be uh, if they had gotten another season, which they didn't do, but if there had been a season five, um, it would have it would have been an improvement because Manny Cotto knows his stuff. And we've talked a, a little bit about bringing those two shows back, but we've got to figure out how. The other show that's in abeyance, mainly because we haven't been to events in a long while because of the pandemic and the lockdown, we have a show called... The Cosplay Diaries. And this is for cosplayers to tell their stories about their first experiences in cosplay. And this is the first time I wore a costume, first time I was at an event in costume. Uh, First time doing things for charity, first time building my costume as opposed to buying it, various different things detailing out experiences with people who do cosplay, why they do it, what they get out of it, and all of that sort of thing. And we record these at the Comic-Cons, which we haven't been able to do. We did a batch at C2E2 – I think we did a batch at C2E2 last year – not last year, 2019 – no wait 2020 we're mrs boss did we do c2e2 in 2020 yes we did i think we did because that was yeah because that was the last thing that we did before the before the lockdown all right and i if if i remember right i think we've got all of those all of those entries uh out there and those live right now on our instagram video channel i've thought about doing it some other places But eventually we want to bring back cosplay diaries, and a lot of that's going to depend on getting back out to the events. So at some point, maybe, uh, we've also talked about having cosplayers submit their videos and and share their stories with us. So there's a number of different ways that we can approach that. We've got to figure out just the best way to do it from a logistics standpoint. But I would love to bring the cosplay diaries back at some point. Now, occasionally we will get trailers. You know, we've got uh, there's a new trailer for Foundation that just came out, and and uh, we've got trailers for um, uh, Black Widow that drop every now and again, and Jurassic Park, and all of these different things. And we had a we had a show for that too. It was called the Trailer Park, and it's a it's a discussion or reaction show uh, analyzing the trailers for upcoming projects not the movies themselves but looking at the trailers for these and you know does this trailer make me want to want to see this movie does this trailer tell me too much does it tell me not enough is it just you know does it enough to pique my interest and we have various different contributors to that it's a rotating panel and it's again one of those logistical things where we're trying you have to figure out how to get all of the pieces and parts moving together. Like I said, I already produced seven different programs here. And we've got to figure out the, the Sparty cloning cylinders. So I get another 12 of me. And maybe we can handle the workload of all of the different things that I want to do here. Because I'm a little ambitious. A little bit. Now. Comic-Cons, cosplay, comic books. We do cover some of that. We've done a number of interviews with comic book creators, uh, both independents and, and people who have been in the business. And we had a show. Now, I'm from Texas, remember. We had a show that covered comic book news, the industry news, new creative teams, new titles, new projects, um, that kind of thing. It was called Comic Con Carne. And eventually, one of these decades, uh, we plan to bring it back. This will be uh, a new iteration of the program, and it's basically all of the headlines in the news in the in the comic book industry, and it probably will include a little bit of manga. Even even though, let's be clear about this, manga is not the American comics industry. I don't care what some people are saying right now. Manga is Japanese comics for the Japanese market that's also sold over here in the United States. It is not illustrative of the comics industry in the United States, North America, Western comics, what they call it. Western comics are in freefall right now. Sales numbers are up for comics as a broad category, but it's manga that's making a killing in sales, and manga is not an American product. I I want to be clear on that. There might be an occasional manga title that's made here, but by and large, manga is from Japan, not... New York, or L.A. DC and Marvel cannot take credit for comic book sales from manga. Anyway, Comic Con Carney is our news program. Uh, and, of course, it plays with Comic Con and the fact that I'm from Texas and we have Con Carney down there. The discussion program that comes out of that, we ha- we used to have two. One of them was called Level eleven seven and it concentrated on all of the different Marvel TV and movies that were coming out at the time. It started when uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. premiered, and we kept talking about various different things in the Marvel sphere. Uh, it concentrated mostly on, on film and TV, though, not the comics. And then we had a corresponding DC show… Uh, that looked at all the CW television shows and the DCEU and the movies, and it was called The Rogues Gallery. And I'm mulling the idea of bringing The Rogues Gallery back as a roundtable discussion about what's going on in the comics world. And the the thing that this show would be looking at uh, various different things, various different topics, and analysis not only of uh, storylines and reviews of various different things that are going on, discussion of the events and the new number ones and the reboots and the whatever else, but also looking at trends in comics as pop culture because there is a cultural aspect to this, and I know that there is a, a back and forth and a lot of a lot of ugly. With regard to you know, if you don't like my comics, don't buy you know don't you don't like my politics, don't buy my book type of thing. And the divide, the cultural divide, as well as the creative divide between the traditional publishing of comics, d c Marvel image, IDW, that sort of thing Dark Horse, and the indie crowd, the the crowdfunding uh, stuff that's going on at Kickstarter and indieGoGo, people like Ethan van Sciver and and uh, and uh, uh, Billy Tucci and Brian Polito and and your boy, Zach, and uh, Clint Stoker and, and uh, Eric Weathers. All, all of this uh, explosion of independent comics. And there are a few people that we want to bring in as members of the panel because I have not been – Uh, directly involved paying attention to the comics. I haven't been reading comics for a while, but there's a lot to talk about there. And there are plenty of people out there who are talking about it on a regular basis. Comics by Perch is one of them. He's very good at his analysis of things. Wes at Thinking Critical. And we've got some other people that we've talked to. We've talked to Neon about dropping in. We've talked to Clint Stoker. I'd like to have Peter Semetti on there. And just have a rotating panel of people who actually know what they're talking about discussing the various different things that are going on in the comics world right now. And that can be a lot of different things, creative trends, uh, tropes, various different things that work or don't work as far as marketing and sales and, and uh, you know what creative team would best fit what, cr- uh, what character – the idea of owning your own IP as opposed to uh, writing for somebody like DC or Marvel, where you don't own Batman, you just get to write Batman. So, those are the ideas. Those are some different things that we want to do at some point eventually. But I wanted to just kind of, just real quickly, and i just Kind of not really quickly. It's 45 minutes here. I didn't expect to take that long to give you all of the rundown of what we what we do and what we'd like to do. And we would love to get back out to the event space as quickly as possible, as soon as possible. And some of that would be broadcasting from the floor writing writing up interviews, doing, doing panel reports, various different things that we could do at the events, whether we're walking around with the camera and saying, oh, hey, here's this booth and here's this booth and here's this booth, or if it's a, a more formal setup to where we actually have a space and we're broadcasting from that space and people come by and we do the interviews and all of that. There's a lot of different things that we want to do. And those of you who are here who are new – um, we do hope you stick around because there's a lot here that uh, that that we'd like to do and and we are going to do. Now, some of it is going to cost money, and we'll we figure out that stuff as we go. We do have a Subscribestar account if anybody wants to support us that way. We've also got a PayPal account uh, if anybody wants to do... Uh, PayPal that way, and coming up probably in a few weeks, at at this rate, it may be a few days. I don't know. Uh, But as we get closer, we're looking at our 2,000 subscriber milestone, which looks to be just around the corner. We have gained, uh, looking at the analytics here, we have gained in the last 28 days, well, in the last seven days, we've added 153 subscribers. We are up over 999%. And that's great. I don't know that that's going to be how it is the next seven days. But as we get closer to 2,000, we're discussing the possibility, since this channel is monetized, we're discussing the possibility of adding memberships. Uh, so we're still pulling those thoughts together, and uh, we, we welcome the feedback if any of you have ideas and some different things that you would like to suggest, both in terms of how we would do a membership. What kind of things would we do to make uh, make a membership worthwhile? What kind of perks would attract you uh, to, to hit the join button once it's active? So that's that's the kind of thing we're looking at here. And – In the meantime, uh, we do invite you to take a look around at all of the other videos. I know there are a lot of people that are here because of the Gygax thing, and you've watched that interview. Some people have watched that interview. Some people have watched just a piece of that interview out of context. That's not how we recommend watching that video, Uh, but we have – a number of videos that we're talking about that, but we talk about a lot of other things. And I do want to invite you to, to spread out the attention a little bit. Don't focus just on that because we don't talk about gaming all the time. We're not a gaming channel. We talk about a lot of different things. So uh, I, I do uh, invite you and I would like for you to, to look at the other videos that we have, the various different topics and different conversations that we have because it would be nice to have more than two videos with more than a hundred views. Just say it, just a little bit. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks very much for being here. Those of you who are here in replay, if you're not watching us live, or if you're uh, listening, uh, Jeff in says I couldn't find anything Ernie said that I disagreed with, and and I think. I think a lot of people are reacting that way. Uh, people, you know, and we're getting a lot of comments in that and it's like, wait, what did, what did Ernie say that's got people so twisted up? And uh, for the most part, there seems to be a, a thought, an idea that this outrage is somewhat manufactured on some levels. And I, I am not going to speak to that one way or the other, but I do know uh, that there's a spike at that one spot where they're taking something he said and pulling it way out of context and using it to go after TSR games. That's all I'll say there. But anyway, that's uh, that's something that I would like for other people to do. Just consider check, checking out some of our other videos. Uh, if you are listening to this as a podcast, we've got a number of different episodes available for you to try. And uh, we always, always, always welcome your feedback, uh, either through email or the comments. Uh, the email address is live from the bunker at sci fi for mecom um, AGC says, I meant to say at the time it was a good interview. You did a good job as an interviewer. Well, thank you very much. I, that's that's gratifying. And we, we, and we have gotten some positive feedback on the interview itself. And um, it's something that I enjoy doing. I wish I could do more. Uh, I wish I had more time to research better when I do those. But, uh, but it, is, uh, it is nice to hear when, when people appreciate what we do. Not just, not just my interviews, but everything that we do here at the channel. So here we go. Buckle in for another week. Maybe it'll be as crazy as last week. Maybe it'll be a little bit calmer than last week, hopefully. Knock on wood. Uh, in the meantime... Uh, We do invite you to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Have your notifications turned on. Check us out over on Odyssey as well because uh, we always uh, go for those alternative accounts just in case something untoward happens on YouTube or Twitter. So you can find us on all the social media accounts. We're not on TikTok. We're not on Snapchat. and We're not on Tumblr. But most of the other social media accounts, just look for Sci-Fi for me, will be there. Uh, Jeff, we do have a Discord. I haven't done anything with it yet because I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to use it. And now that we're thinking about – that actually is a good question. Now that I'm thinking about a membership, maybe that's where we can utilize the Discord. Uh, That is something we're going to have to do. We do have a Discord uh, space. Uh, But we haven't done anything with it yet. Eventually, we will. I'll get it figured out. I'm an old man. It takes me a while to learn some new tricks. All right. Thanks very much for being here, folks. Uh, Give us a thumbs up on the way out. If you are listening as a podcast, don't forget to rate us, review us, share the links with your friends, inflict this on your enemies. We'll be back to do this all again tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern. In the meantime, remember, there are four lights.